Hello and welcome to therapy. So this episode primarily will be about presidential candidate Joe Sestak. And I have to share this backstory to set the tone because I can't tell you if this will be a five minute episode or an hour long. And that, that alone surprised me. So I, knowing that there are so many candidates on the Democratic side, I thought to myself, oh, there's probably going to be a few that really don't have much to offer. They probably not much going on. And I clicked on the first name that I saw that didn't sound familiar. And there was a guy named Wayne Messam from Florida. He's the mayor of Miramar, Florida. Used to play for the Seminoles, uh, wide receiver back in 1993, uh, national team. And go figure, I'm scrolling and I'm scrolling and I'm Googling. To be honest with you, I couldn't even find a website for him. So I'm like, yeah, this is exactly what I was talking about. It took me to like the Miami Herald newspaper website, but he didn't have an actual website. So I said, yep, that's what I'll do. All, you know, these, I'm going to, all the names that I don't know, I'm just going to put them in a 10 minute episode and rattle off um, a few things. So I moved to the next name that I didn't know and didn't recognize. And, oh, he has a website. So, okay. So what? I click on his website and Keep in mind, if you haven't listened to any of my other In Politics episodes, I'm only basing what I find on their official website. So I can't tell you, I'm not here to endorse anybody. I'm simply basing it on what their website says. In Messam's case, he didn't even have a website. So that was a different situation. But Joe Sestak does. And not only does he have a website, I don't even think... I can do justice on everything that I found here. If you need a better example of don't judge a book by its cover, this is it. Because as I said, I've never heard of him. I just happened to see he was the next person on my list uh, to discuss. And I and going to his website, he... He, I don't know how to, if this makes sense, you can, for, for one, you can see that his confidence, I don't know if that makes any sense, but he carries himself like you do know him. And there's actually another candidate I'm going to talk about in a different episode where it's a total opposite, where he embraces that no one knows who I am. And, you know, I think, um, I'll, I'll talk about them in a different episode, that's not the case with Joe Sestak. He's, I'm, I guess I'm the only person left out. He carries himself like a Joe Biden, like a Donald Trump. Like he, his sight exudes confidence. So if you don't know him, you should kind of thing. Something else that, that stood out about his website. Once again, it's kind of hard to explain, but I, maybe it's coming from the design, the logo design. He has a very, very, um, I'm going to say like 1970s, 1980s vibe. You can tell that he's, 
he's really catering to a more mature, um, older crowd, which we know the older, um, uh, older voters. I mean, they're people of that age group. They, they vote. So it makes sense that he would cater to them. This is a very much contrast to Andrew Yang's site, which was very millennial focused generation. I think you call it Z very, he was really targeting a younger crowd, you know, to have Joe Rogan and, uh, the, the radio show, the breakfast club as the first thing that pops up on your site, you're targeting a very different audience than Joe is. Um, it's a totally different audience. Joe's site comes off as it, it comes off as just very mature and there's no, I'm, I'm scrolling through just to make sure to keep myself honest there. Uh, well, there are, there are short videos, but it's not made. It's, it's definitely made for an older crowd. It's, it's very the, just by the design with that being said, I'm not going to stop there. I, this is a perfect example of don't judge a book by its cover. I didn't know what to expect when I clicked on his site. He has one of the things I noticed that stood out after just um, recently doing the Julian Castro episode, the titles that he chose to use up at the top, the, the headers, the things that you click on up at the top of the website. He, um, he has a title that says Plan for America. On other candidate sites, they list it as issues, problems I want to solve, whatever kind of term they use. But he calls it Plan for America. So he's already setting the, the stage just by his use of words. And I, I noticed that words do matter. And um, his choice of words is important for that. When you click on the plan for America, you see his, um, you see policies that he is going to bring to the forefront and then things that he stands for. And I'll just read them off here real quick. Jobs and economic protection, um, healthcare, climate change and environmental protection, education, seniors, defense and foreign policy, women's rights, veterans, immigration, poverty, violence prevention, corporate abuse of power, agriculture and food, and disability rights. One thing, once again, his choice of words, I think that's very intentional. Um, Jobs and economic protection, environmental protection, violence prevention. I don't, I don't think that was, um, accidental by using words like protection, prevention. Um, it kind of has a positive spin on it. Um, instead of saying violent, instead of saying crime, violence prevention, um, is, is his take on it. So the things that he listed out, even the fact that he, that he set apart seniors and veterans, once again, kind of, um, it, it goes back to that mature audience, uh, that he's, that he's targeting, which he, for them to highlight, for him to highlight their needs, 
separate from everyone else's. In a, and I mean that in a positive way, that they have distinct needs. Someone who's, who's a, a veteran, someone um, who is a senior has very unique needs and he's, and he's highlighting that. Um, and the other, uh, he also is, it's very clear that he is very proud of his military background. He spent, um, and retired from the U S Navy. And so that's also very prominent. And so when you see categories like defense and foreign, uh, and foreign policy, things of that nature, really, it means a little bit more when you see that someone has also served the country. It's not just a category. It's something more personal. And um, that's a, a real big trend on his site. He has a good balance of personal and political. He uses a lot of stories, personal stories or people he's encountered. And then he also um, lists from a political standpoint what he'll do. And this was something, the reason this was not, normally I would go to the site, search for what I need as far as mental health and, and speak my piece. This is a perfect example of someone who I wasn't expecting to really have, it's one thing to have a bunch of information. It's another thing to have very, um, he had very, very important things on his site. Like it wasn't just, he wasn't just listing things. He was explaining. I left his site more, more informed than any other site that I've been to so far. And I'll give you an example. And it, it made me want to research more about this since, since my podcast is devoted to mental health. When I clicked on... I'm going to go back to it right now because I I want to kind of make sure I highlight something he did. When when I click on healthcare, for example, there's a section where he talks about I want to use the exact term here. He used a term that literally made me stop and go and look it up. So he says on his site in the healthcare section, fix our broken mental health system, beginning with full enforcement of the Mental Health Parity Act and key provisions of the Affordable Care Act. He made me stop in my tracks. I didn't know what the Mental Health Parity Act was. Um, and so, and, and there were other instances where he listed out certain acts and, and um, laws and I appreciated that because it made me stop and go, what is he talking about? Now, someone else may, may go, well, you really should make it, you know, you really should spell things out for people. I, it literally made me stop and Google it and which then took me to the Centers for Medicare site. And I'm now educated, but now not one Google isn't going to do that, but I'm at least more informed on what that is. And it, it actually has spawned, it's something I would like to talk about in a separate episode as well. So I've seen, I've seen several instances of that where other candidates going through their site 
it felt like a chore. It felt like, oh, like maybe I'll find what I need. Okay, maybe I have to figure this out. I, his sight made me want to know more. I didn't just stop at looking at healthcare. I looked at other sections of his sight just out of pure curiosity. And I think it, it speaks volumes. It definitely speaks volumes. And you don't, I, I'm not here to say that you know every possible thing about someone from their website. But in this day and age, when we're trying to make, this is not even related to politics per se, but just in general, when you're trying to make um, important decisions, the I can't, there's no way I can know everything about a candidate, but I can at least try to learn a little bit about each person. And his website, if if nothing else, what I've seen so far as I've been doing these episodes for candidates, maybe with the, ex- oh, I'm trying to think, maybe with the exception of maybe one or two, which out of a field of, of almost 30, including President Trump and, and some others, out of a field of 30, maybe one or two, but everybody else, their website matches who they are for better or worse, or at least matches their target audience. And I think that is something um, I'm seeing across the board that I can really, really appreciate. And and like I said, for better or worse, just um, an, a perfect example, Julian Castro um, and his immigration reform and talking about his, his background, about his parents. Um, I'm not talking about on his site. I'm talking about what I've known about him as a person. It made sense when I went to his site that right next to English, he had the link to see the site in Spanish. And when you clicked on it, it was exactly the way it was exactly like the English website. It was right there up at the top. Now, Joe Sestak, he doesn't have English and Spanish up at the top. Those aren't that that's maybe you can get his site in, in uh, Spanish or another language, but it's clearly not. Um, in fact, I just answered my own question. It's at the bottom. But on Julian's side, it's up across the top in a prominent spot. So clear. I, I'm, I bring this up only to say it's clear that everyone is um, via their website. They are doing a great job in focusing on their target audiences. Joe um, also lists on his site. He says he's retired from the na- to, from the Navy. The the way his logo looks is very military-like um, for what it's worth. I think they, they're all doing a good job with that. Um, I don't know Joe Sestak and his likelihood of becoming president. I don't I, I don't know where he stands with that, but he definitely has done his homework. He definitely has a clear plan. And um, to get me to look at different things on the site that really had nothing to do with mental health per se, um, it means something. It definitely means something. Um a few other things that I will highlight on his site, I think he does a good job 
of targeting targeting areas around mental health as well. I've noticed other candidates have done this. So when you talk about uh, domestic abuse, when you talk about poverty, when you talk about um, education and veterans, those are things that impact mental health as well. Um, those are people in people in poverty, whether it's um, um, aging seniors or on lower incomes, whether it's a veteran and dealing with homelessness. He does a good job of touching on so many areas. Um, I don't know his viability for for president, but uh, for those of you um, in the areas that he already serves, I. It seems like you got you got someone good in your corner. So that is all I will say for now. As always, thank you for listening.